Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technologies with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirst, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. What news do we have for today, Sean? Today, we'll talk about a fundraising round to support infant monitoring technology, another GE Healthcare collaboration based around patient monitoring, an IV delivery technology startup search for more funding, a major regulatory nod for yet another surgical robotic platform, and more headcount reductions as Integra is the latest to do so through a facility closure. So what's the first news story that we should know? Owlet is set to raise $9 million to support its infant monitoring technology. The company launched some of this technology last year and now looks set to add more funds in support of that. Can you tell us about what the infant monitoring technology does? Yeah, Outlet develops a range of medical devices for delivering better care for babies at home through advanced digital technologies. So it received FDA clearance in November 2023 for its Dream Sock over-the-counter pulse oximetry solution for infants. This solution monitors and displays live health readings and provides health notifications with readings including pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and lights and alarms that signal when readings fall out of preset ranges. Following that clearance, the company launched DreamSock along with BabySat. The BabySat system is a pulse oximetry monitoring system that combines hospital-grade accuracy with that modern and wire-free sock design. What are the terms of this funding round? So under the terms of the agreement, Outlet plans to issue shares of Series B stock convertible into approximately 1.2 million shares of common stock. Each purchaser also received a warrant to purchase 150% of the number of shares of common stock into which their Series B stock is convertible. Outlet priced the warrants at about $7.70, a little bit over per share, and the holder can exercise them at any time on or after the issuance date for five years. And yeah, it comes to a total proceeds of about $9 million. How excited are executives about the future of this device and and this funding round? Kurt Workman, the Outlet co-founder and CEO, said the funding is a sign of the company's momentum, said it now has a strong foundation with new medical devices, expanded distribution, and a brand that resonates with parents. He's grateful for the investors who share the company's vision and passion and is proud of the team's commitment towards achieving a profitable business as it ended the year with over $16 million in cash and cash equivalents. And he said the well-timed capital supports the opportunities ahead for the business as global commercialization of the two new medical devices comes. Now let's talk about this partnership at GE Healthcare. Yeah, GE Healthcare and Bioformis are collaborating on at-home patient monitoring. There's been a clear trend uh, towards bringing hospital-level monitoring technology to the home, and this looks like the aim of the two companies there. And we know GE Healthcare is one of the leaders in patient monitoring, and we talk about their partnerships a lot on this podcast. So what is the goal of this partnership? The two companies paired up to support the patient journey beyond the hospital setting, leveraging combined expertise in innovative care at home solutions. Because they say that hospital systems are facing increased costs of care due to workforce shortages, shrinking bed capacity, and increasing readmission rates. So this at-home care movement can support recovery and safety while potentially reducing some of the risks associated with hospital stays, including falls and hospital-acquired infections. What does each company bring to the partnership? Well, Bioformis offers FDA-cleared AI-guided algorithms that can provide insights that help deliver personalized care with at-home solutions that deliver and enable care both virtually and in person through a digital platform. 
wearable devices along with the algorithms, in-home services, orchestration technology, and nursing services all enable this. Meanwhile, GE Healthcare has a ton of monitoring solutions. As you said, they're a leader in that space. Flexicuity monitoring with virtual care solutions like the Mural ICU, Command Center, Digital CMU. These offerings all adapt to rapidly changing patient needs in the hospital. So the company believes that by offering the Bioformis at-home solutions, it can extend the care continuum beyond the hospital. What are executives saying about how this partnership will help patients? Ross Armstrong, GM of Bioformis Care, said that the collaboration will enable health systems and hospitals to leverage the power of technology and data in order to shape patient-focused solutions across the care continuum, no matter where the site of care is. So, yeah, while this is sort of set out to help address some of the issues in hospitals right now, it's also a patient-focused solution that they're really trying to achieve. What's the next news story that we should know? Irish startup Gaskin Medical is looking to raise about 4 million euros for its IV delivery technology. This news comes from a report in the Business Post newspaper in Ireland. So what is the technology that the company is developing? So the company develops a medical device that assists healthcare providers in IV or intravenous administration delivery. So it's called the AirVault. The AirVault device was designed to capture air bubbles during IV delivery. So it's a novel closed system air trap that safely and proactively removes air in IV lines to help clinicians and patients avoid alarms, maintenance, and delays in care. What will this funding support? Well, the company's CEO told the Business Post that he expects the funds to support a planned U.S. commercial launch for AirVault, saying that the company already engaged leading hospitals in advanced discussions over that rollout. And it's still investigational here, the AirVault system in the U.S., but the company is on the verge of submitting an application for FDA approval, so potentially could see these funds help with a commercial rollout if that approval should come. What's the next news story that we should know? Virtual Incision won an FDA nod for its miniature Mira surgical robot for use in colectomies. We've talked about this robot before, most recently, I believe, talking about this robot going to space. So it's a rather unusual path, I suppose, to do that first, but it's now going to U.S. hospitals uh, as commercially available as well. So I know we talked about this before, but what does this robot do? So the Mira system is a small self-contained surgical device that's inserted through a single midline umbilical incision in the abdomen, allowing for complex multi-quadrant abdominal surgeries. It also has minimally invasive tools and techniques that are familiar to surgeons, and it all comes in this compact, as I said, miniature two-pound system. So it's a tray-to-table design that provides the advantages of robotic surgery without requiring the need to organize the operating room around the device, which is a current challenge faced by the use of surgical robots. How did the company get to this point? Certainly a long regulatory pathway. It received investigational device exemption in October 2020, followed by approval for an IDE supplement in April 2022. Then Virtual Incision submitted Mira to the FDA for de novo review in May of 2023, obviously now garnering clearance in February of 2024. Notably, as I mentioned, Mira went to space last month with a NASA grant for a 2024 technology demonstration mission. And the company also has significant financial backing going back a few years. So November 2021, a $46 million Series C, and then another $30 million came in in September of last year. So definitely, you know, a lot of news we've had from this company over the past few years culminating in this FDA approval. 
What are executives saying? President and CEO John Murphy said that today marks a turning point in surgical robotics, and the company's hit a significant milestone in making miniaturized robotic surgery a reality. He also said that whether as a complement to the existing mainframes or as a standalone platform, miniaturization has the potential to accelerate the adoption of robotic-assisted surgery. And what is our final news story for today? Integra Life Sciences has announced the closure of a plant. It's been a fairly common cause of workforce reductions, actually, that we've seen recently as companies are consolidating resources and moving manufacturing lines. So we're seeing another example here as Integra is reducing its workforce through that closure. What plant is it closing? It's closing its A-cell plant in Lafayette, Indiana, letting go of almost all the workers that are located there. It said it's moving its urinary bladder matrix manufacturing from that location to its Columbia, Maryland facility. How many people does this plant closure affect? It impacts a total of 60 workers. 52 will depart on April 26th and 8 on May 31st. That, as far as we know, equates to less than 2% of the company's entire workforce based on the 3,700 employees listed on its most recent annual report. Has the company provided any kind of statement on this plant closure? So Integra said that it's providing support and transition services to affected workers with a statement reading that as part of our integrated growth strategy, we continually evaluate ways we can strengthen operational efficiency to better serve our customers, innovate new treatment pathways, and maximize the impact we have on restoring patients' lives. And that was the final news story that we have for today. So thank you, Sean, for bringing us all the news. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mastervice website and check out the show notes at mastervice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mastervice Fast Five, wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.